Hey, traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Thursday, November 16, 2023. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Taking a look at the market at face value, the first thing that jumps off the page at us is the fact that she's beat eating time off the clock for basically the last three days since the Monday to Tuesday gap higher open. She's treaded sideways going back and forth slightly in rather narrow ranges for about three days. What does that tell us? It tells us Mrs. Market is building energy for another move higher. Where would the next move higher be? The trend line above that we've seen all week long, this basically is drawn from the all-time high to the summer pivot highs of this year. And as you could see from even the weekly chart, we're a stone's throw away from running a test of that very important place. 454 and a half, 455, up in that neighborhood, which is basically call it 40 to 50 S&P handles from where we are. Could they do that leading into the end of the week? Why not? Of course they can. Can they do it next week? Of course they can. What takes that off the table? The line in the sand is basically 446.09. Where does that come from? That happens to be the low of this breakup candle from the Tuesday gap higher open. That essentially opens the door. Not that they have to get all the way there in the same breath, but it opens the door to run down into this white space, no man's land, and fill the gap down here left open Monday evening. On the table is either a failure, which is not happening at present, or they're building energy to run up to that trend line where there should be garden variety of overhead resistance. The trend is your friend. There's no change there. We don't need to discuss anything further. Today was a very light volume day. As you can see, we had heavy volume on the gap higher from Tuesday, decreasing volume yesterday, a narrow ranging day, decreasing volume today, another narrow ranging day. The market is what we call in the trading parlance, taking a breather. Wednesday, Thursday of this week time frame was an on-time type of situation. They really didn't make a turn. They just stopped going in the direction they're going. But let's say what that is. The first order of business in resistance or support is price stops going in the direction it's going. The second phase or second order of business is she turns around and goes back in the other direction or runs sideways for a while, eats some time off the clock, resets the tape, and then can make another move. Hence, you have a bullish flag pattern, eating time off the clock, bullish pullback pattern, eating time off the clock, resetting the tape. Is that what's going on here? Not enough time has passed, but it's the beginning of that type of situation. The market is also far and extended away from home base. What's home base? The 20 period moving average. What does that mean? Well, she never really likes to get too far for too long away from home base. Doesn't mean she can't go higher, but the farther she gets away from home base, the more the rubber band is stretched 
and stretched and stretched. Eventually, it's going to break. Hence, you would have a blow-off top. That could lead to new highs. Or the rubber band snaps back and you come back toward home base. Doesn't have to come back to home base. Comes back toward home base. Home base is upsloping. Give it a chance over time to come up and meet price somewhere in the middle. That's the way this works. Each and every time price gets too far away from home base, we have this discussion. Taking a look at the hourly chart, what she been doing for the last three days after the gap up, eating time off the clock. Same as we discussed on the daily chart, this is the hourly rendition, eating time off the clock above all the moving averages. There's nothing wrong with the market. She's just not ready to make the next move just yet. Let's talk for a moment about patience. Why? Because traders, investors, Market participants, in order to be successful, need to have and exercise patience. Why do I bring this up? Because in the live room today, patience was a great example of what was needed in order to make money. We'll call it the easy way today inside the numbers in the live room. Both. Did anybody exercise patience and make money today inside the numbers and the live room? Post a comment under the video, please. Let's take a gander at the commentary from inside the numbers, then we'll circle back to stocks on the move. Wake up pretty flat, nothing doing there. Getting below and staying below, 446.09 breaks the bull chain. We talked about that before. Let's get it out in the open around 0 dark 30 this morning. The bull case is to begin another leg higher. That would have to coincide with getting above, closing candles above, 450.70. The bull case. Didn't happen today. We don't need it. Check it off the list. The pullback case begins with yesterday's close, 449.63, the flat line. If below, the door is open to fall back toward 448.25, and then 447.15, you'll see later this creates a zone for a bounce back in the other direction. Zero dark 30 notes before the opening bell. We think better in pictures, patience, the arrow is pointing to the trend line that runs across 448.25. Patience pays. The numbers work. After that, and you'll see later on as I scroll up, What became the target? Other than the scalp with potential, meaning we take a base hit, we put it in our pocket. Five to seven S&P handles, make some money, and then it doesn't cost you anything to hold the remaining portion of your position, aka also known as a trailer. The trailer, 450 and above, was the target. Remember, pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. They were floating around, around the opening bell. Here it is, 845, 448.25. That's the target if she pushes lower below yesterday's close. Nothing changed. Here it is, 938, 448 and a quarter, give or take is the buy for now. And you'll see that nothing happened until they got down there. 450.70 was overhead resistance. That was in the notes from early also. Let's take a look at 450.70 on the chart. Now, we did have some front runners up here. However, they never did get to 450.70. What does that leave it as? Unfinished business. What we discussed in the live room today was also, hey, look, they missed 
450, 70 when they started to trade away and they came down about 60, 70 cents. I said to the live room, this is a signal of weakness. Now, it doesn't necessarily directly mean hop on board on a short, but our eye for a long trade was on 448 and a quarter, and that kept me in the game, and I told them probably a dozen times, wait for them to get there. That's the bounce zone. It's all in here. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart, and double-check the work. Still interested, 448 and a quarter down to 447.15. You'll see it over and over and over again. Then we had the trade, and there is your 448 and a quarter finally. Below on candle closes opens a door for the next number. They don't have to get there. And here it is, 1133. Staying above opens the door back toward 450 or more. And there's your 450 or more. They missed it here. But they got there into the closing bell. It cost you nothing to hold the trailer. The numbers work. How they get where they get, the path they take, isn't necessarily a known known. But the numbers are a known known the large majority of the time. Pause them, read them, double check the work on the charts. About stocks on the move. We had something for everybody today. We had four out of five dentist survey or four out of five stocks on the move hit their entry objectives. We'll take a look at Walmart, Cisco, Futu's off the board, Pan W and AAP again. It's a played again Sam in AAP. We had it yesterday. We got a double dose today. Now, first up's Walmart. It said it hit its entry objective, but that didn't happen till late in the day. What happened early this morning is after the buzz cut at the open, they came up penny short and rallied away. That was the trade. They gave a few bucks out of that. The low of day in the morning candle was 156 even against my number 155.84. So officially that's a no trade, but you can see obviously the numbers work. The Cisco kid getting its haircut at the opening bell. 47.20 was the number. They spiked it. They rallied back to it. They hung out there all day. And finally, at the end of the day, they started to rally a little bit. Obviously, you know what I'm going to say. The numbers work. First order of businesses, they stop going in the direction they're going. We had some traders in the live room that bought the spike of 47 snapback and they got a profit out of it. But in terms of an official number situation, didn't work out till the end of the day. But yeah, it worked out. Officially, base hit. This one's a little better. How about Palo Alto Networks? Buzz cut at the open, come into the number, bounce right back in the other direction. They give you the deal. Here, the high is 243.16 from an entry of 235.68. In my book, that's several dollars. The big stocks move. And by the way, the numbers work. How about a double dip in advanced auto yesterday and today? The number today was 51.34. They came into it. They bounced. They came back. They bounced. And they went up the rest of the day. The numbers work. Apples, you like them apples, don't you? How about a divergence? The IWM was down today, almost three bucks, 1.6%. The SPY was basically flat. It was up 50 cents or so, but 12 tenths of 1%. That's near the flat line. Divergences will resolve themselves. Either the IWM will go back up 
or the SPY will come back down. What else we got? We got a daily chart inverse head and shoulders pattern on the IWM. Okay, fair enough. So they put in a tail yesterday into the moving averages, come back down. Now here's the deal. If they get back below this line, just like the spiders in the other direction before, the pattern is officially off the table. Doesn't mean the stock or the market can't go up or down. It can, but the official pattern from the textbook situation and the television situation would be negated or wiped off the table. If this were to ever complete, it's all the way up here somewhere. I didn't necessarily do the math. This is a general ballpark, but that would be the completion, call it area, for the inverse head and shoulders IWM pattern. Closes below this line, that's off the table. Gets below this line, closes below the low from Tuesday, and same routine like the SPY or other markets, it opens the door for the white space. Don't have to get to the gap, but opens the door to get to the gap. We'll deal with it on an intraday basis in the live room and inside the numbers. Keep in mind, the IWM is my favorite market-leading indicator. What's my second favorite market-leading indicator? Well, it's the folks down at the Transportation Department, of course. Another market with relative weakness against the SPY. Down about 1% today, 148 points on the transports. So what do we have? We have my two favorite market-leading indicators going the other direction, relative weakness, that's a puzzle piece, or those are puzzle pieces, and they're on the table. We take the market one day at a time, one chart at a time. We treat each chart independent of one another as we build the puzzle of the bigger picture. That's the way this thing works. What about the Q people? Anything wrong here? No, it looks like the spiders. They're just hanging out for the last three days up in this area in a rather narrow range. No more no less, you take it at face value, she's bullish, she's above everything, she is extended away from home base, just like the spiders are, ultimately we'll have to come back in, but that doesn't mean can't get higher first, in other words, there's no limitation on how far or extended from home base she can get, she can go wherever she wants, we just know from a concept standpoint, we start looking for signs and or signals of a trend change or a topping signal when she gets far from home base on the upside and then the same thing, the mirror image on the downside. It's the rubber band stretched conversation. Home base comes into play with that. How about the financials, the XLF? Anything wrong here? Absolutely not. Up four-tenths of 1%, 14 cents, heading to the next target, which is what? 34.95, no revelation there. Might as well look at the KRE, which is the regional banking ETF. It's resident in the IWM, which can explain IWM weakness today. The KRE was down one and a quarter percent today, but all they did was run into the 200 period moving average and they're just going sideways. That's the read in this thing. And so when you look at other financial indices, like for example, how about the XBD? That was up seven tenths of 1%, almost three and a half bucks. So you have one thing going up, one thing going down. The financials were what we say mixed. The regionals, unless there's a crisis happening, are not going to drive the larger picture on the market. The bigger banks, the broker dealers, 
where the business is being done from a nationwide perspective and a worldwide perspective, that has a bigger tendency to drive the overall market. The regional banks can certainly have an impact when there's a crisis, but they're not going to pull the entire market up with them. How about the semis? Any trouble there, which is an indicator or can be an indicator for the Q people or the tech space as a whole? Nope, up 60 cents, three-tenths of 1%. They're treading water, eating time off the clock, just like the SPY, just like the Qs. SMH is no different. There's no issue here. Above all the moving averages, same routine. However, home base, too far from home base. There needs to be some kind of rug pull event sooner than later. Doesn't mean it has to happen tomorrow, but be on guard. She's going to have to pull back like the other markets at some point sooner than later. Have I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not even possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast. Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.